Welcome back to the Lost in Sci-Fi Podcast. I am your host, Leland, here with my good friend, Elizabeth. Hi, everybody. And welcoming back our third party member, our belle of the Southern Ball. Yes. Uh, Jada. Hey, guys. <laughs> I couldn't come up with anything else. Belle of the like, Southern <laughs> Ball is actually really good. I, was I love like, it. I was like, what other insensitive, stereotypical, racist <laughs> Well, I always love to picture myself like, in a gown where I can't breathe, so there you sure. go. Sure. <laughs> no, that's perfect. You know, we have a co-worker who's from Texas, and she said she's been fighting so hard for years to get rid of that accent, and I'm like, my God, because Jade has been trying to keep hers all this time. <laughs> I so, don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, fair. That's good. No, we, we did Civil War reenacting. Because if there's, if I'm going to be nerd, we're going to go full tail in our That's family. My brother-in-law would appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, in I the, love Civil War reenactment. Uh, in the Forest of Darkdom, Civil War reenacting is the deepest shit. <laughs> like, sure I, I, I feel war reenacting is, is that's, you, you've surpassed LARPers. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I asked my brother-in-law at one point, because you know what, the story's always the same, you know? It's always the same outcome. And I said, do you guys ever do it where the South wins in the battles? And he just stared at me. He's like, then it wouldn't be a reenactment, would it? And I'm like, okay, I guess. I'm, I'm um, misunderstanding the point. They would do three battles in a day yeah. at the reenactments, and they, they allow the South to win one. Okay. So they would win a battle. A battle. But it would but, be a battle that they actually did win. My and, well, we would say just, that's what happens when Yankees reenact. Right. I mean, yeah, no, it's fair. If you go to the South reenactments, it's usually different. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, whatever. Yeah. I, yes, it was a thing my parents did. Power to you, dude. Sure, That's I cool. did it for a while. I mean, I did. I did it the subjective. I went along. Yes, yes. Yeah, um, I enjoyed when they did the World War II stuff better because okay. the clothing oh, was yeah. more normal. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> I didn't feel so awkward going into like a ride of the year and grab a bottle of water. No, that's fine. <laughs> that's fair, actually. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. But like, it is. There is nothing more embarrassing than. You know, hey, you're traveling six hours to a you know a weekend somewhere of Civil War reenacting, and you know that the caravan will stop at a Carl's Jr. somewhere along the line, and there's <laughs> yes. like a bunch of reenactors in clothing in a Carl's Jr. Like you, you walk in, you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You know what? Because I'm sure the SCA folks run into a similar thing. You know, you're heading to Petrero or whatever the hell those big tournaments are called, and yeah. the surrounding areas must just be. Glutted with oh, knights I'm and sure that uh, every year at Ren Fair, those fast food restaurants yes. in the Pasadena, not Pasadena, no, yeah, San Bernardino Pasadena area, mm. you know, they're just like, oh, Ren Fair must be happening, yeah, because yeah. there's a knight in shining armor having a burger. Yeah, you know? I haven't been to a Ren Fair in a long time, and I want to go, and I, I want to go fun. in costume too. I have gone a few times, and I've done it in costume. It's very fun. Yes. Um, this will segue into our topic. This is so right. We're so weird. Nice. Um, there is a creepy correlation between Ren Fair and Star Trek people. Yes. Is that Star Trek people will be on an unaway mission? Oh, I've and heard that, they, that. And it is. I've seen it, yeah. and it really threw me off. Yeah. Like especially as a Star Trek fan, I was like, "You guys are." Even I want to make fun of you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right? like, I'm, I'm totally fine with that as long as they're not there to troll people. Like, as long as everybody's happy. It's no, like, You're sure. doing your thing. Yeah. And you're, but if anybody's upset, then I'm like, no, this isn't But it was so idea. weird because they had their little fake tricorders out. And they Aww. were like, boom, 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 boom. I and think I'm just it's like, great. It's, it's great, but it's also like, what's the outcome of this? They're living their alternate universe. They're living it. I and like this it. is the sorry, the, I think fanfic. But all it's the time. it's neat because it's an alternate universe within an alternate universe. That I know, makes but it it's awesome. It, I guess I just the the nerd in me is fighting against like the the troll. Or yeah, I'm just yeah. like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> 
I'm like, this is this is why we get beat up. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so it's like I have a hard time with it. Like a, one on one hand, I look at it and think like, goddamn, you live you. Yes. And then the other hand, I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm gonna beat you up in the parking lot too, <laughs> just because you're giving us a bad name. Like, like, Stop it. You know, at least they're not Klingons. They're just dressed normal. You know? Oh, I would totally be Vulcan. And then I get mad that like their uniform isn't a proper. I'm just like, it's not oh, there's a uniform. there's a lot of nerd rage going on here. I can <laughs> yeah. tell. If you're gonna do it, you must do it correctly. Well, yeah, right. the but then I make fun proper. of you for doing it correctly. Exactly. No. But then I make fun of for you doing it at all. Really, yes. but that's okay. It's a it's a whole thing. It's all right. uh, anyway, today we're it's a Star Trek topic. Um, because it is the 50th anniversary all year, so we're continuing with our uh our giving love to uh Star Trek women. And today we have chosen three different women to talk about, so we're just gonna roll into it and go with it. So, Elizabeth, okay, you're the, up. the fingers are pointing at me. So I didn't pick a character so much as I did pick a lady of Trek, and I picked Majel Barrett because she was the first lady of Star Trek. And then I started researching her a little bit, as you do, and I was—I mean, I knew that she had done the computer's voice in pretty much every incarnation of Star Trek, and apparently she had also recorded some stuff for the 2009 reboot. Yeah, that was her last. Did did yeah. that, I can't remember, did that actually appear in the movie? Yeah, it's or? like in the background or something. Oh, okay. Well, I do think that's pretty cool, but I hadn't realized that she did the voice of the cat lady on the animated Star Trek. I believe she did the voice of all the women that Nichelle Nichols didn't do. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah, it's like, oh, we have two Star Trek women. Right. All right, do them all, ladies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then she did like she made sure to do a convention a year to make sure that she always kept Star Trek alive. And um, there's a Pacific, uh, what is it, Union Pacific Railroad? She does the like there's like a like a, a error message type of system that goes on in the railroad. I don't know how all that stuff works. She recorded all those messages oh, that's too. Cool. There's places in the country where you can go to and still her hear her voice. Why on the can't railroad. she be Siri? Yes, ex- um, they were. They actually thought about. What did they call her? They were going to call it Majel Voice or something? That was like an early name for for Siri. They were going to say that. Yeah, I'd be a little disappointed if when AI computers and my phone start... I mean, it's there, like you said, Siri. But if it wasn't her, I would be disappointed. Yeah, exactly. It really needs to be her Or if it's not like Patrick Stewart. Yes, that's acceptable. Tom Hiddleston can do it as well. I mean, it just has to be someone we love, basically. My Siri's a British guy. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I don't use her. I don't trust the bitch. <laughs> That's also, but you have told us from that documentary Terminator that, you know, we don't want the computers don't, taking over. I don't, I don't like my phone talking to me. It upsets me when I, when I have to use Google Maps. <laughs> Turn left. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Why so angry today, Lee? Uh, yeah, I just, uh, I don't need her talking I'm just fascinated by the tiny things on the phone. Like, I've been doing the, the voice recognition for my texts and everything. And the fact that I'm like, okay, so I'll see you there. Smiley face. It actually puts a little smiley face in there. I'm like, wee! Yeah, when you're as southern as me, that does not work. Oh, I bet it doesn't understand a thing you're saying. No. No, no, And they say the more you talk to it, the more it will understand you. No. No, okay. That's fair too. I I know some people's texts, um, you know, when you try to type the F word, it always says duck. (laughs) I know people that their phone has just eliminated duck completely from it, (laughs) which tells me a lot. I'm like, it means you cuss. You're like, I'm trying to say duck. You cuss way more than I do. Um, but I mean, Major Barrett, I mean, yeah, she really is the first lady of track, not only for, because of who and what she was, but you know, she was the first officer in the pilot and she was nurse chapel. Yes. 
Poor, poor nurse. Oh, you know what? That that made me like her because God knows we've all been in that situation where we're like, I really like this person and they're never going to like me, but I don't care. You know, she was just so oblivious. And it's like, oh, sweetie. What I liked about Nurse Chapel is they allowed Nurse Chapel to grow as a character in the movie verse. I mean, not like she had a big role, but you could hear in the back, they're like, oh, Dr. Chapel. You're like, oh, right on. So she continued her education. You know all that good stuff, and she didn't follow Spock around forever. Yes, so that's a plus really as well. right. Yeah, yeah, and you don't need to do Which that. Which no. takes some, you know. Yeah, it's just some willpower because right. I would follow him around of everywhere. Of course yeah. you would. That's and funny. and then she went on to be Loxwana Troy, which is for so hilarious. At least one episode every season, and then she worked her way into DS Nine on yeah. three episodes. So. And you know, and it's just like obviously Loxana is irritating, and but. There's something I've just always really liked about her because I'm like, you just don't give a fuck, do you? You really just don't. You know? I I enjoy Loxwana Troy. Um, In small doses. So. Small, well, yeah, yeah once yeah. one episode yeah. per season. Yes. Uh, the only problem is, is some of her episodes aren't great and some are. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like, yeah, yeah. Like I enjoy. Like her first episode is is terrible. The the. Um, <laughs> Where the wedding, tr- the, the wedding. wedding. Yes, it's, yes. It's because they don't think. Not only it, the character doesn't come off very well liked, right? Um, and it kind of also, I think, shows a real poor written description. These are words that I'm trying to use. Sure, Betazoids are not well thought out. Yes. In that first couple seasons. Yeah. So it's kind of like, well, they're like, yeah, they're telepaths and uh, they uh, betroth their women and. They get know, married they, naked and all yeah, this kind of stuff. Kinda yeah. like, it's a lot going on here that I feel is just buzzwords thrown around <laughs> in the writing room that you to guys get didn't attention. really. You didn't think things through. No, but I love that episode. Just for me, it really established that you've got. Betazoids who are very respectful of other people's privacy and they know that there is a time to, you know, read thoughts and not read thoughts and all that kind of stuff. And Luxana's like, I don't care. I know what you're thinking. And sometimes she doesn't know what they're thinking, but she'll say it because she knows she can get away with it. It's like, yeah. I can tell you love me because I can read your mind. It's like, what? No, I don't, you know? This is like a little That's, that's why I enjoy um, Man Trap, a better episode. Yes, uh, yeah. Because I think it shows her fun side, but also, but also she was cr- crazy in that episode. Yes. But, um, but that that's a prime example of when the the fish people, yes, and she's just like, oh, well, they're gonna they're gonna blow them up. Yeah. The the ambassadors, they're 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 assassins. Yeah, you're just like, oh, there you, you go. Know. That's nice, you know. And then I never, I had watched some of her episodes in DS Nine because I never did finish watching all of DS Nine, which is a shame because that for a lot of people that's their favorite Trek. Mm-hmm. So I had to go back. But then she ended up having a relationship with Odo for a while. There, yeah, too, which was, um, always seemed a little odd to me. You know. It, it, but it, it seems to work. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. That. I've heard it did. That it was not her being hung up on Picard like she always was there. They actually did genuinely care for each other. It, her final appearance as Lux One on DS9 is not a great episode. Where she comes back pregnant, Ooh. which is wow. weird in yeah. its own rights because you're like, you're in your 60s. Yeah. Granted, maybe because you're an alien, your body can continue to be pregnant, sure. And we don't. Still, I was going to say we don't know yeah. what the lifespan of Betazoids is anyway. Because it was remember. very yeah. ambiguously yes. written, yeah. but it just seemed kind of like, "Hey, Major wants to do another episode. <sighs> let's make our prayers." <laughs> All right, let's write it in. And granted, the episode really was about um, uh, what uh, 
parent rights. Right. I mean, because right. like Trek is always about They've really got to, something. You gotta have else. a message, yeah. Um, and it was it was a powerful message, and uh, like, like this species that she was having relations with, like all male childs. Childs, all male mm-hmm. children go live with their fathers and don't mm-hmm. see their mother until adulthood. And same with the females. And she was having a son, and she didn't want to give up the baby. Right. So right. it was this whole thing, and I, I don't even Whatever. honestly, I don't even remember how it came out because yeah. it's just not a good episode. It sounds like the message might have been a little on the news, a little bit. So, but yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoy Major Bear, and I and I like that she continued to be a Trek fan and an advocate for yeah. it. And she was very much into the fan base and, you know, and so much that, you know, even, um, Rod Roddenberry is involved with stuff now. I feel it, maybe it took him a long time to come around to it. I think if you grew up in that world, you might want to just pull back from Trek for just a little while. Before yeah. You and he's kind it. of said a lot of that. And, and he did a documentary that's pretty good. Uh, about being Jean and her son. Did you ever hear the her quote about, you know, the first episode, she's number one, yeah. but apparently, you know, that didn't test very well and people yeah, just thought she just, was pushy and irritating, mm-hmm. obviously. But also the producers, you know, here it is, you've got Roddenberry and this is his girlfriend or wife or yeah. whatever at the time. And they're like, we don't want you putting her in the role. And she joked, she said, so he kept the Vulcan, but he married the woman because I don't think Leonard would have had it the other way around. And I'm <laughs> well, like, well, that's fair. kind of hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, didn't she, I want to say the rumor is that she tried out for church chapel by dyeing her hair and auditioning and no one knew it was her possibly i, I want to say I'm, I'm remembering that story correctly there's so many trek things yeah. it's hard to put them all i i correct. like i like the fact that she has since then become like a loved portion of trek you know people love yeah. major Barrett, they love the voice and everything it could have been so easy you know she's married to the creator she could have just rode his coattails and been irritating whatever but she really worked towards being accepted i feel yeah. you know because you lots of other people you know i'm gonna put my wife in the role and everybody hates them but yeah you know. no and it's and she's a she's a, a decent actress i'm not gonna go out of yeah. way and say she's fantastic i don't know anything else that she's done other no than i don't okay. either no um but I think out of all her characters, I think Luxwana's the one that's most known. Yeah. Probably only because, I mean, granted, she did more as Nurse Chapel as far as episode-wise. But I don't know Nurse Chapel as Exactly. Well. Yeah. But Luxwana was such big fabulousness <laughs> that you were like, oh, I can't not the forget this. The costumes alone yeah. that she wore. I love her. Just everything with shoulder pads all over the place. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a product of the 80s. <laughs> yeah. just... Giant hair, you know? And wigs. Wigs. Oh, Lots my God. I miss like... big hair. I like big hair. Yeah, I do, too. My actually. hair won't do the big hair. She was no. like the Cher of the 24th century, minus the singing career. It, but, with, <laughs> oh, if Cher could read minds, what would oh. that be like? Wow. <laughs> it was just kind of like, yeah. No, no. I enjoy Majel. I respect that she... Did a lot of stuff. Mostly I respect her because she stayed with it. Yeah. Like, she knew that this is important. Yeah. Um, there is a story, and this will kind of tie into Jada's pick, um, that they were going, uh, um, what's her name? What's what's Troy's real name? Oh, God. Oh, Marina. Marina. Yeah. Marina. <laughs> I was just like, what's that chick's name? Certis <laughs> uh, was saying, she's now been very public about this story, that she was going to be fired. That they, the, it had come down that there would have been too many women on the show. Because th- three was way too much, you know. God. Um, and the joke now is that she thanks Denise for quitting. 
because that <laughs> wow. saved her job. Right. But um, Majel and Troy were Troy. <laughs> Majel and Marina were very close friends, and that she made her start going to the conventions to get her out there because oh, yeah. Majel knew that she was probably going to be fired. So she essentially kind of saved her career in a way because mm-hmm. she didn't want her to leave the show. Oh, that was sweet. So I like she got happened. her out there like, hey, get, this is the name. This is the face. This is someone on the show. Yeah. And then, you know, Denise went and did her thing. Yeah. Which, hey, whatever she felt, you know, and she's been very vocal about it over the years saying like she felt that the parts weren't being written for her. Early so, Trek had that problem. Yeah, and, yeah. and so much. And look at um, Gates was very vocal, and they fired her ass. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, that's also terrible. Yeah, Like, no. oh, you were a woman who demanded good writing? Right. Oh, oh well, we're going to let you go. But then... I'm sorry. Was it, with, with Gates coming back, was that the fan outcry, or how did Gates ever come... Because we've I, talked... Switch producers. Okay, we've yeah. talked before about how it's like, as a kid... Gates is gone, and I'm like, oh, no more Crusher. And you you know you're like, well, this character is gone, and they're not coming back. Yeah. And then she comes back, and I'm like, oh, this never happened. Yeah, so, I think yeah. it was, a, it was a, a lot of things. I think fans also, but producers were switched, because that's usually what the regime changes typically. Got it, got it. But it is, like, I mean, it's offensive to hear that they, she, you know, oh, how dare I... Asked to be a better written character, right? Right. You know, or how could we possibly have as many as three women on a show? Oh I God, mean, no! Can't have more than that's, that's, no. that, that's nine breasts. Yeah. We can't handle that. Hell no! Way too much estrogen it's on just the show. Six, right there. six breast, not nine. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't count Warps pectorals, <laughs> it's funny. I didn't even do the math in my head. I'm like, too many breasts. Yeah. Would have been I odd if it was I said funny a, that you were talking about breasts. If I, it'd be funny if I said an odd number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fine too. Um, but no, it is it is a shame that. Wait, I did do an odd number. I you, said nine. You did say nine. <laughs> so they just. Well, we are talking about things. Well, you space, said six, so. and so I was thinking it in terms is of three. Space you know, breasts. <laughs> <laughs> Total recall, three boobs. Yes. You know, there you go. Which oh, that would be, that would probably be the most. That's what I would say. Star Trek jump the shark. Really? If they came on with a three-breasted woman, you'd be like, no, you guys are done. They never did that on Star Trek, no. did they? No. Because they no. knew it was classy. Yeah, like, a three-boobed woman is not like... No. That's not... That's just sci-fi rotch. No. You know, it's Total Recall, to, acceptable. We have Klingon boob windows, and that's as far as we're yes. going to do. That's fine. Which I hope <laughs> they never lose, because I think the boob window is a funny Honestly, I really... Klingon women are just fun. You know? Yeah, They're they just are. like, yes. damn straight. You, over here, yes. boobs. You know? Fine. Well, there was one I was just watching, an episode of uh, Voyager in the seventh season, when they come across a Klingon... Ooh, like an old-fashioned, like Kirk-era Klingon ship. Oh, wow. Where um, it's in the been in the Delta Quadrant for like 75 years, and they left Kronos in the hopes that they would find the Messiah to lead them to this new Klingon world. Sure. Well, they assume that Balana's child is the Messiah. Oh, wow. So they blow up their ship and all move on the Voyager. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, it's quite an interesting episode because it's all about Klingon stuff, which I kind of like. But... Um, there's a Klingon woman that has a thing for, I, I can't remember who she initially has a thing for. Oh, Kim. She, she has a thing for Harry. Sure. He don't, he is not competent enough with women <laughs> yeah. to handle the Klingon woman. Oh, God. But no. Neelix really wants the Klingon woman. Uh, so he like 
makes it a point to fight Kim to get this woman, and they like destroy Tuvok's room because they're bunking. <laughs> And like it is, it's actually, but that is a Klingon woman who knows what she wants. Damn straight. Yeah, boob window and all. Sideburns and boob windows. Like, yeah. Um, wow, we jumped real far off the right. You know what? Klingons are We're still talking about women. It's fair. It's good. Uh, yeah, it's good. Wait, anyway, so you picked Troy. <laughs> I was going to say, is there going to be a segue in there? There's yeah, no segue right. in there. Screw Go the segue. Yeah, yeah. Well, Major to Troy. That's, you know, sure. Loxwana to Troy. Sure. Fine, fine. Yes, I did pick Troy, much to your dismay. No, no. As I said, I love Troy, but I also love to make fun of Troy. Which is funny. She had sent me a text message because we were like trying to figure out who we were going to pick for this right. episode. And she said, I really want to pick Troy just because I want to see Leland's reaction. Is that mean? And I said, no. Well, yes, but you should still do it. No, I, look, I love Troy. I really do. I think Troy is a great addition to the show. I just sometimes question what she brought to the show. Yeah. Well, see, the reason I like Troy has nothing to do with any of that. Sure. I was a girl in high school who was blonde and curvy, and here is this beautiful lady that has this dark hair, and I was just mesmerized by her, and it was like something that, I mean, her skin was beautiful, and it was a pure crush. I had a total crush on her. That is acceptable. No, and she is very um, exotic in her look. Yes. I mean, her, I, I, I want, she's, heritage, I believe, is Greek. I think, I think so. In, in something else. I, English and Greek, I forget. And then you watch interviews where she's got her British accent going on, and that just adds yes. levels to it. Yeah, That's like, I, she yeah. is very exotic in her look, and I, I, you get why she was cast. Oh, yeah. It's a shame that it took them to the second season to understand yes. that she didn't need to look like an idiot. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you know, just because you in space and you an alien don't mean you gotta look stupid. Yeah. You know, it kind of makes me wonder, too, like, going, you know, with Patrick Stewart there, Makes me wonder what he thought of that portrayal of, because she really did look so stupid, and you know because he's such a feminist. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I it's don't also know. he's also know. accepting. No, he's accepting a paycheck, and he's in the that's Star true. Trek world. And also, in '87, true. it was probably you didn't Just, talk about that stuff. You weren't as mouthy about it. Yeah, yeah, and also like I don't remember because Gates got fired. So right, exactly. that's true. He's probably like, yeah, yeah, John. no more paycheck. But I don't remember back in the 80s when it first started. I mean, we're all looking at it through the lens of like another 20 Correct. years. Correct. In the back 80s, then, that was acceptable. I don't not, yeah. like I was offended. I don't even, I'm not even going to say acceptable. That's just how it was. That's yeah. why it was. I, mean, yeah. I guess that is the term of acceptable. Maybe. I don't know. But no, you no, didn't think I, of it outside any other way because we had nothing to look back on. Exactly. You were just like, oh, well, she's going to look stupid because she's in Space Alien. It's just like, but you didn't think she looked stupid. You were just like, oh, well, that's that's her way. That's yeah. that's the way the show is. The early yeah. track where you have the women who are having trouble sitting down because their skirts are too short. Nobody was doing an outcry back then. No, that's what you did. It was a side show. But it also show, the you know? camera wasn't like up in it either. Exactly. It's not like they. I mean, yes, they did make them short for sex appeal. Of course. That is its own problem. And then you look at Uhura at her station and everything, and she rocks it. I mean, yeah. Really I mean, awesome. granted, I do think it's a little short, oh, but. Yeah. Yeah. But it was but Uhura carries it yes. to a point where you're like, well, that doesn't matter. Because she's working it and you're not bothered by it. No. And the same with Troy and her stupid... I'm, oh, I'm man. like, how that do you jumpsuit wear thing that that's so tight? Like, can you breathe? And I often wonder, because, you know, I love anything about wardrobes and, you know, and sewing and stuff. And I'm like, I mean, I would, like, constantly try to pick it apart. I'm like, what kind of... I mean, because you really couldn't... Oh, especially on the TV that I was watching it on. It was like a 13-inch <laughs> in sure, my bedroom, sure, yeah. you know, color TV that right. 
sometimes did the loopy thing because I was watching it on antenna. And so I'm like, what material is that? You know, I was just fascinated with her. And so we're talking about you... the jumpsuit, but not the one where it was like the skirt with the pants thing? No. Or which one was <laughs> oh that? Oh, my God. I forgot about that. The one with the slit up the side. Where uh, you're like, no, what's no, no, happening? No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's like there's a, a lot of choices. Like the, the non-symmetrical neckline thing going on there. She had a lot. There was, yeah. there was the pantsuit. Yeah. Which came in like a light blue teal, I think, because yes. I'm colorblind, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Then there was the red version of it. Yes. Oh, yeah. And then there was the skirt yeah. with yeah. the yeah. pants, with the which pants. was so like, okay. And then there was the, the I want to say it was brown in the first season, but it was a jumpsuit. Maybe it was like, a, it was a darker maroon yeah, brown. Yeah. That was when she had the piled on hair. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then their first episode is where she's just wearing the mini skirt number, yes. which is like. Thank God they got rid of that one. That it was just, just so it, stupid. It, it, yeah, but they were going stupid. for old tricks. Sure, you know? but it looked dumb. Yeah, it did. Yeah, mini skirts and a go-go boot. There's so a like, reason you why, look uncomfortable. There's a reason why that only lasted one episode. Right. That's fine. And she has said in interviews the reason they never put her in a uniform was that she was too fat. That which they were like, terrible. which is so awful. Terrible. Because you look at it and you're like, well, where's the fat? Exactly. I know. I was, I was always so, I'm like, oh my God, she's perfect. You I was know? just like, and you look like my mom. Yeah. So I, <laughs> you look fine. Yes. <laughs> it's just every time they talk about, you know, it's like, you know, oh, this is the one of the plus size actresses. I'm like, oh, by what standard? You're like, yeah. you know? what's plus about it? Yeah. But yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. And, that's what she said by like season five that she had worked her way into a uniform. And you're like, and honestly, until she, I never, I started taking her more seriously in the uniform. Oh, everyone did. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And I Definitely. loved how they handled that in the show where there was that one yeah, that asshole guy. Yeah. yeah, but he did say something. He's like, you need to wear the uniform, you know, if you're a Starfleet officer. Well, no, what and, you and yeah. it's all fair. Yeah. yeah. But tact. No, that's because he was he was a bad captain. I think, I think it's you know we they wanted to give us someone to hate. Yes, and oh, and they did because yeah. he's an asshole. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, Captain Jericho. Oh, I'll flick him in the yes. face. But that's that's <laughs> why I like when when Star Trek could do writing like that, where it's like. I don't know. They they took a chance there, and they're like, "We're going to make you hate this guy, but you're going to have something about what he said that you're going to take away from it." Yeah. So that's good writing. Right? And I like and, and later and, and there's the one episode I, uh, I want to say season four, eh, maybe when um, they the ship runs into I don't know some some <laughs> spatial anomaly. Sure, that's fine. Uh, so yeah, some, some something invisible force, and Reverse they lose. The communication between the ship and Troy is left uncharged up on the bridge because she's the highest ranking and she knows nothing. Yes. She and that really was an I liked it as a character choice that she they went and kept with that. Like she was like, oh, I don't know anything. Well I'm gonna educate myself because I am a fucking officer on yes. the flagship. Yeah. So yeah. she learned and then she started taking the, the the test to become like a lieutenant commander or whatever it was. And that they do that holodeck episode where she's got to send Jordy to his death, and you're just like, "Oh, this sucks." Yeah. Um, and I like that she, yeah, as a fan of the show, you know, she that's when she started becoming more of a character. I think they they stopped having conversations about all about the men. Yes. You know, um, and they they still did it occasionally, but it wasn't like they didn't have the automatic cutaway where she's like, "I sense something," yeah. and you're like, "Yeah." 
We get it. Yeah, we can kind of figure out just from their tone of their voice that they're lying. Yeah. They're kind and... No, and that's... I, I've said it to you before, and I've said it on this podcast before, but it's still one of my favorite fucking cutaways in that goddamn show, <laughs> is when she's just like, I sent to these lying captain. He goes, well, you don't have to be a psychic to know that. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> so like Picard, awesome. she has one job. Like Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Let her have her one shot. The card's over your shit, man. It's like, don't <laughs> shut up. Let her say her thing. And it's like we said during the Guinan episode, that once they brought on Guinan, Troy had no purpose. Yes, it was like, okay. Yeah, you because know. Guinan didn't have to read someone's mind to know what was going on. She was just a good bartender. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but at that, at that point, had she and Rocker started their thing? I mean, she she got Rocker, so I mean, well, she had I mean, her and on. Riker, you know, they they had been together before I, the show started. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know, but I mean, yeah. that they really started with the whole because they did like showing her. them being. Yeah, a couple things. So was there a couple and not a couple? Like when the show ended, they were very progressive. Yeah, (laughs) when the show ended, by the time the final episode was she with Riker? Was she with Worf? They were trying that Worf thing. Okay, which is, I never was a fan of it. You know, I'll use the term. Those two did not ship well. No, good use of the word ship. Even even I was in there like as like as a teenager. I'm like sipping my wine, you know, because that's that's how I grew up. I'm just sitting there like, this is bullshit. <laughs> I remember my mom was like, I don't like this. I was like, I don't no mean, one I was likes like, this. No. And I say that not knowing if anyone really did because there was no computer to check. But I'm pretty sure no one wanted that. I don't like, remember running across a lot of fans of that parent. Well, it almost felt like, oh, well, they need someone to get together with somebody. Hey, Troy and Worf haven't been together yet. You're like, oh, guys, come on. Well, rather that than, you know, I actually, as bummed out as I was in the final episode to find out that Picard and Crusher had gotten together and then got divorced, I was like, oh, what? I kind of liked the fact that they had never really resolved that in the show. It always kept it this kind of fun, like, will they or won't they? Well, and that was the thing about the movies that kind of, it was shitty, was that they... They didn't get them together, so it was, oh, well, because, you know, Picard's got to go off and, um, you know, uh, romance and adventure with new women. You're like, does he? He doesn't really He's not James Bond. That's what was awkward. Like, I'm I'm pro-insurrection. I think it's a fine movie. Mm -hmm. It's... It's a really nice long episode. Yes, that I, I enjoy heard watching. that a bunch of times. I, yes. I enjoy it. It's got issues, but I enjoy those That's issues. But it makes no sense that he's like gets this planet of youthful whatever, and he's just like, ooh, there's that new girl. Yeah. You're like. What about the one that's been on the ship? I know the one that you're for so- years. What was it like? Yeah. I'm sorry. To get welcome with, to. Movieverse versus... No, I'm sorry. Welcome to the real world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about fair. to say, it's like... I'm not going to say anything they... about men or pigs. No. But... <laughs> Why would this man go after this other woman when there's been a perfectly fine woman there this whole time? Yeah. Well, well, that's a thing that happens. Well, because uh, Beverly has been getting it on with orgasm candle. And, you know, we got to remember that episode <laughs> happened. No, too. we don't. We really don't. We really forget that episode happened. Oh, my happened. God. I almost did coffee. Sorry. I, that episode is so terrible. It's so... Aw- I mean, it's not just bad on like a what she's having sex with a lamp, but it's, <laughs> yes, like, but it's also just badly written and badly acted. Oh, and then it was it they find oh. that they're like, oh, we got to go to that colony on that one planet. You mean the Irish planet? <laughs> yeah, right. Like so, all the Irish people left Earth and colonized and yes, kept their did. accents. Yes, that's, <laughs> that's the thing that Star Trek has shown us. That oh. yes, that's the thing that happens. It was just I was sitting there just like. <laughs> 
Uh-huh. I can just hear them. We're out of here. And they're <laughs> in the like, bar. <laughs> yeah, they just pour out their Guinness one night. They're like, fuck this place. And you're like, all right, that's fine. We're going to go find our own planet. <laughs> yeah, the orgasm candle is just a terrible episode. Oh, God. And, and it was such a waste to use uh, Duncan Rainer because I like that actor who played the candle ghost sex whisperer. So it's like, because he, like, he was an awesome Dracula at one point. So just like, you're a good actor. It's a shame that you're in Trek and you're this. Yeah. And you're I'm, the candle think, I'm sure he thinks thinks the same thing he's like really i get to be in star trek and this is what i yeah. get to do <sighs> i mean that's oh, one of those God. i think there's like probably a good 10 to 12 episodes that are just not talked about <laughs> yeah. and that's one of that them kind of like how you don't like the um janeway lizard baby with <laughs> yeah, like, and then the, 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 they turn into lizards yeah God. oh my god like, we should totally do a podcast about all of those oh that would the ones be we don't it. talk about what we're going to talk about yeah oh, no i idea. this i think it's the third episode where they go to the Black planet. Oh, oh. That's, that's oh yeah. I, I forget. A day that's of honor so without honor. It's I can't remember the tag. Is that the one with Tasha fighting the guy? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Got it. Yeah. It's so like. But it was supposed. It, they were trying to make like a message about female empowerment. I'm like, but you but missed it, the mark. Yeah, oh, they <laughs> missed. <laughs> the, <laughs> they missed everything in that episode. <laughs> like that's the one that like I think it's. Um, they won't talk about it anymore. I'm like it's sure. one of those ones where it's like. We know it happened. Mm. We just go about our business. Yeah, we're trying I to hope really you forget. I just really hope the reason behind that was they were on some PCP or some cocaine or something. It's entirely, it's Hollywood. Somebody could have been on some kind of drugs. It's yeah. totally fair. But it, it's, you know, and and then there is the, going back to Troy, uh, the, I, I, I'm guilty of making this joke because it's funny. Mm-hmm. It has, not, I'm not being insensitive towards anyone or anything specific it's a funny joke to think that the first time Troy got behind the helm she crashed the Enterprise now, <laughs> everyone says that right. everybody but, says but it but yeah. I have been informed that we can now justify it by going it could be said that she saved everybody that by crashing properly also true <laughs> yeah, it was going down anyway that's why right. she was there it was right. going down nevertheless it could be said that no lives were lost due to her good driving wasn't skills wasn't that alright so like wasn't there a plane that had actually crashed into the water outside of New York and that's what they said about that pilot yeah he, like say no lives were lost because he crashed properly that's how Troy there you go there yeah. you go Troy yes. is the there was a movie the new him. Sully yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that dude's first name so. God. we were talking at work apparently there was something and I have not googled this i just heard it and i don't want to know anymore that they're making these parking spaces for women they're pink and oh. they're bigger than other spaces and i'm like God. tables flipped okay, all over I'm the sorry. place that i hate can't people be true. i hope it's not it can't be i'll kill somebody that's, <laughs> so i'll ooh. just commit my did rocco say this because you know he can't say anything that's no it was, was somebody it was somebody else but then david was jumping in on i'm like all of y'all go to hell all right <laughs> i know I, I park better than any of you guys i had a roommate right? my, my roommate in college her name was jenny and she hated the um expecting mother oh yeah spots yeah. and i was like why you she goes well one she goes why can't i take that spot she goes i could be expecting <laughs> someday that's <laughs> true <laughs> the very nature of the word maybe means i'm it hiding my baby well but, you right. know yeah i think it is unfortunate for troy um as we were saying before the podcast it's unfortunate for troy because of the 80s and the 90s were not great towards writing for women in episodic television so when we did get a good episode here and there, mm. it was here and there. Yeah. And and then we go to the movies, 
And her and Crusher are pretty much not even in those movies. No, I know. Crusher worse than Troy. At least, at least Troy has a couple. Like she has that memorable scene in First Contact where she's drunk, which is I think the best Troy's ever been. I love that scene. Honestly, watching Riker's face during that whole scene is just brilliant. (laughs) It's just awesome. Uh, And I love that like tequila isn't a thing in the future. She's like something called tequila, and you're just like. (laughs) You're like, wasn't tequila not a thing anymore? Like, I figured, like, tequila's been around for a while. I figured it would keep on kicking, you know. We drank it all. (laughs) But I guess, you know, Romulan ale is better. That could be a taste change. Um, And and I love that scene. I think that's a great scene. But, oh, and she also has the great scene, again, first contact, when they're touching their rocket. And she's like, would you two like to be alone? You know, like, like, that's it. But it could be argued that those are just comedic beats in a movie and that was it yeah yeah and i know i don't want to regulate it to that because i enjoy those moments with her being funny yeah like to me those moments show that she had a personality and that she could talk freely to the captain where he knew she was joking like there was no well you can't talk to me like that chain of command and you know being respectful of your superior because at that point they were friends and co-workers you know um but, and then you get to the other movies, and it's just like, what, what, she's talking about boobs? Yeah. Yeah. And then, I don't even and then she gets mind raped again yeah. in Nemesis, where you're just like, so, that's great. Yeah. Gates McFadden, I'm trying to even remember scenes with her in those movies. I remember in the there one. very few. Well, what is it, right before the ship crashed or whatever, they're getting everybody off, and she's pulling people out of the med bay, and she's just like, I swore I'd never use one of these. Yeah. Holographic doctor, and then, of course, he, uh, yeah. Picardo? Yeah, Robert Picardo. That was a neat moment, but it was neat because of him, not necessarily because of her. Yeah, like she has like two, yeah, she has, she kind of comes on the bridge at one point, jargon, jargon, giant, exposition, exposition, and then she's like, all right, I'm gone. And you're like, great. That was awesome. Oh, well. Yeah, no, it's it's a shame because we get it. It's the Data Picard show. Sure. You know, it's the Kirk, Spock, McCoy show. Yeah. So it's nice to see that. You know, there is, there's a, there, it, it's, you can see it evolve from yeah. like, you know, the original series where Nichelle Nichols got to occasionally say something that you weren't like, oh, awesome. Yeah. And then to Next Gen where they're having that real bad stretch scene talking about men. And you're like, Ugh. <laughs> And then you get to DS9 where they're like actually talking about war stories. Yeah. yeah. And then you get to Voyager where they have whole conversations where a man or, plot development isn't even involved. Exactly. It's just like, well, we're two characters that are going to actually have a conversation. Yes. So it's nice to be able to watch, what, 30 years at that point of evolution of writing towards women in sci-fi yeah. versus, well, this stayed the same. Yeah. You got three boobs, say something funny, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's Wear that short skirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think as much as we bagged on Troy, Troy's, I think, a good character. And I did, yeah. back in the day, I just... I think like what you said was true is that we didn't have anything to compare it to and all those problematic episodes and everything I still was passionately into the show oh, so yeah. yeah it's like only as time goes by that I look back I'm like well that was dreadful but you know my mom loved the beginning of every season to see what wig <laughs> what what because her hairstyle changed every season yeah and my mom loved to see what 
trend or futuristic hairstyle we were going to rock for that whole season. Nice. So yeah. she was so happy when the movies came out and they were like, oh, she's allowed to use her own hair now. Yeah. Gates McFadden always said that her character, uh, her uh, action figure should have come with a selection of wigs because we I don't yeah. think we ever saw her real hair ever. Well, Gates' hair? Yeah, apparently that was all like wigs. Shut up, really? I, That's, I, 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 thought that was all... I remember reading that someplace. You no, know, I believe you. I just, I just always assumed it was always... I don't think it yeah. was. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was so young and watching the 13-inch TV, I never knew that they were wigs because I don't know in my eyes she did nothing wrong and that she was with Riker too because I had a crush on him and I had a crush on prettiest people in the (laughs) I mean I was just like this was like an age of my life where I was like every I was so confused about everything and anything and then here these people are perfect floating through space you know well before we move on we'll we'll touch on the the Riker uh Troy thing like they they really did have a progressive relationship, if you think about it. They were a couple. Mm-hmm. They weren't. Mm-hmm. And then off and on during the show, they had like, you know, the Jack, Diane, like, will they, won't they thing. Yeah. But then they had full episodes where they're like meeting each other's boyfriend or girlfriend uh-huh. at the moment and they're fine with it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, sometimes Riker would get a little weird. But that's definitely but a guy that's thing. A that's thing. a dude thing. Totally. Yeah, yeah. He was but, just jealous. And yeah. then sometimes she would too. It's not like she's not And that is a girl human, thing, you know? You yeah. know? But it is funny though that I think that they had a very progressive relationship that they could be together when they needed each other for whatever reasons. Mm-hmm. And then they would go off and have whatever date they needed for the week plot. Sure. But then they eventually got married. So it was nice to see a relationship that went seven seasons off and on. Four movies, and then they got married. If there's anything to be taken away from Nemesis, was that they got married. I yeah. finally And there's got. nothing really else much to take away from Nemesis. So, Maybe so. that's why I have the views about being with relationship views that I have, because that's exactly what I'm like, take what you want. Not take. With a, another person. Yes. You know, have what you need at the moment. No, like, restrictions or it should be this way, it should be that way. And then go on about your life and be happy. Yeah. yeah. I also think it's very progressive in the future that, and again, I've made this joke with you before, that half humans are everywhere. So, like. <laughs> we will have sex with anything. We will. We are very pro, like, hey, you may have. A really weird face, but we're gonna give it a shot. You know, and somebody's that's cool. gonna be into it. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're always somebody's something. But we have <laughs> not seen a half Ferengi yet, and I swear I hope we don't. <laughs> I, I'm I'm going to go on a limb and say that Ferengi DNA just doesn't work with humans. I, 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 I just hope that humans don't work with Ferengi. I mean, that's yeah. a pairing I don't want to see. Well, it's yeah, Ferengi. Would you? Is that? What do you think? Like that's the ugliest. I would guess yes, except for the ones that don't even look human anymore. Yeah. You know, like the big oil thing that destroyed. Oh yeah, Troy. yeah. yeah somebody be into that too. I, you know? I, I, I always. <sighs> it comes down to Cardassians or the Ferengi. They're yeah. both really, but I'd rather look at a Ferengi than a Cardassian. Yeah. Because the Cardassian, well, you know what it is? Because Cardassians are such terrible, terrible people. Mm. Not all of them, no. but for the mass mass majority, they were supposed to be like. The Nazis. Yeah. So, like, the whole time I'm sitting there standing like, well, you guys are just awful. Yeah. <laughs> like, Did they, I forget, with their with the prosthetics, with that costume, could they even turn their heads? Because no. they had, they, they were, they were like, very much like, like, like one single yeah, piece. Yeah. It, it was, was very much like Batman other. 89, where, like, he would turn his whole shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Batman, yes. <laughs> his shoulders first. You're like, oh, Michael Keaton is really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, no, there was, I think there was, because... The, the, 
And as you can see, as the progression got better during the prosthetics, like towards the end of like DS9 season seven, you could see some of the things they could do a little more movement, but like next gen Cardassians are like, they're just sitting. A lot of time they don't move because you're just like, oh, they can't move. Practically like, two dimensional, yeah. only in one direction at all times. Like Gaul, whatever would stand up and be like, no. <laughs> you would just sit there. You're just like, oh, that's it. That's the most movement we're gonna get out of that guy mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Like, but Garrick sometimes on DS9, I, I noticed there was some discrepancies between his. Sometimes he had like turtle shell. And other times he did not. Interesting. It was weird. Like I and I think maybe maybe the actor had like back issues or something. So uh, maybe they had to do something different. Could be. But like sometimes his ridges were really high up on him, and other times they were normal. Yeah. Well, normal for a Cardassian. Yeah, exactly. And I just thought that was makeup artist. Yeah, and it, and it was always kind of like we well, would think there'd be like a template, and you stick with that template. Well, maybe that's the way he aged. That could be. But, you know, that's uh, this is actually a segue into your pick. Sure. So I remember hearing that with Dax, with all those spots that were drawn on her, mm-hmm. that those were painted on her, and that the makeup artist who painted them on always signed them at the end. And I believe there's photographs of, oh, like, really? all, of her, all of the different designs. Because somebody had to draw each individual dot, which I always thought was kind of cool. I, I chose Dax because I love Jadzia. And I think... And I, the trills... These are a captivating species. It's such it, an interesting it, idea. It, it you know? really, because in some weird way, they're like a doctor. I was just thinking <laughs> yeah. that. They're, they're like, like, are they our Trek doctor? It's like uh, a <laughs> generation. You know, but it really is. when we meet the Trills in Next Gen, they have, again, kind of like the Betazoids, not really thought out. They were it's like, fun. oh, there's a worm and there's a person and they can switch bodies. And yeah. you're like, That's as far as they went with it. Mm-hmm. But when they decided to make a trill like a full-fledged character, they had to develop more into the trill's life or the history of the planet, whatever. Yeah. And I, re- I love the spots. Yeah. I think the spots are cool on men and women. I never realized until they went to the Rise episode the spots went all the way down. Mm-hmm, I just figured sense. it was a head thing. Mm-hmm. And then when she got into the bathing suit, you're like, oh, that's, that's, a, that's a whole cool. thing you guys got going on there, didn't it? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. But they did not have spots in the next gen episode. Then they no. developed that later. But the idea that there's a worm, essentially, it's like a, a, a worm, and they have a symbiotic relationship with a human humanoid host, mm-hmm. and that they live different lifespans, and they have memories, and they remember, and they learn. And you're right; it is it's an interesting. That's a good alien. It's a great like, idea. Yeah. And then yeah. you had somebody like Jadzia, the actress who played her, always played her so well. Oh, just yeah. Terry like, Farrell was really good. Just yeah. that idea of having spent time in a man's body and a woman's body, that the whole, like, you know, gender identity was perfectly fluid. Mm-hmm. I thought she carried it well. And then she was just such a cheery person. Like, they had at one point... Her and Kira had to go like undercover, and so she got like a facial prosthetic to give her like a Bajoran nose. Right. And they're all like planning something, and then Kira's like, That nose looks good on you. She's like, Thanks, I'm thinking of keeping it. You know, and they just yeah. go on from there. I'm like, That's cute. The way yeah. they said that was really adorable. Yeah, and for two characters that in that first season, I, I don't want to say didn't get along, but clearly that was a one sided friendship for a while. Yeah. Jed C. 
Jadzia really trying to get a friendship out of Kira, but Kira was very much, no, no, I don't need a friend. Which is nice. I like that. Yeah, that kind of it, writing is good. It is, yeah, again, by the time we got to DS9, they were writing better. Yeah, yeah, so it was yeah, nice. Yeah, but yeah. like, it is, it's nice to see that, you know, Kira learned that, oh, she is a friend. Um, and you got Dax had, and we got many, there was a few episodes, not many, but there's a lot of episodes that dealt with her meeting her past lives. So we got to see all the actors do different interpretations of different people. Um, And then you got like Dax getting to act different for certain situations, which again, like you said, for the actress is probably fun. She gets to play off these things. And, and you know, she married Worf. Like she tamed the big beast. I mean, you know, she was, here comes Worf, the most manliest man on the enterprise. And he falls madly in love with her. Did um did she and Deanna Troy ever meet? No, they never did any of that shit. But that would have been interesting. It, also, know? when Worf comes back to the movies, no one ever mentions Jack Dax. Like, oh, oh hey, by the way, sorry your wife died. Yeah. Like, no one mentions it, oh. which is just bad writing, yeah. I think. No, like, so in the earlier episodes, you know, she had met her past, and it was actually mm-hmm. another woman who had, I guess, either she had been a woman before and Dax had been a man or whatever, but we had that, you know, the wonderful, like, one of the first on-screen girl-girl kisses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That She was one of the few, like... So apparently the I rule was... I guess you can say bisexual characters, but... Nah, that's... that's, that's it's, it's a... It's kind of hard to tell when your gender was kind of yeah, like because they're gender fluid. They didn't care. It was just like yeah, whatever. Yeah, but it was frowned upon because you weren't supposed to have relationships with people that you'd had in your previous life. Yeah, did they they stick with that? They did because when she becomes Esri Dax, yeah, her and Worf have a one night stand. Yeah. And Worf was like, well, I guess this is a thing now, and she's like, no, no, can't. This is why we don't. Do this, yeah. you know. Yeah. No, because that was what Esri's big problem was: is she didn't know she should stay on the station because it was for not forbidden, but it's just frowned upon that she's living essentially a whole new life with Jadzia's family and right. friends. And I really yeah. like that. If you've got like a race of people that technically kind of like part of you lives forever mm-hmm. you would kind of want to make rules about that because you it'd be so easy to get stagnant you know yeah. and then you just stay with the same people and the same thing but you know how can your race grow if you're always continually staying the same and, so it's and, kind of a, and, an interesting rule and i like that they made it to a, it was they they said of course it was a lie from the trill high council but they, it was perceived that only 25 percent of the population was able to be a host right when it really was like an 85 percent but they were trying to keep it limited because some people are not proper hosts they don't want some people to live forever right and then and that was the problem is that you found out that they had the dax found out that there was she had a a third host that was hidden Mm -hmm. from memories because he was a mass murdering psycho right you know so you got all that memory drama and then she would meet up with it and then esri would have to do stuff with that character. But it was interesting that because the actress went on to another show, that they never had Esri ever meet Jadzia in memories. Right. They always came up with some reason, oh, well, she's too fresh. The, the wounds are still open for her. You're like, it's because the actress went on to have that, a better that's show. Totally well, not fine. better as subjective, but like yeah. she left for a title show. Where did she go to? She went to that Ted Dancing comedy show, Becker. Oh, that's right. Yeah, for last like five seasons. I love maybe. that show. Yeah, it did all right. But you know, my favorite—well, not my favorite—but the first thing I ever saw her in was this oh, cheesy, cheesy movie called Campus Man. 
<laughs> Campus I, man? I don't know why you're whispering it. No one's going to hear it. <laughs> Campus man? Yes. I don't, I don't know anything about it. I've never heard no. about it. I'll have to go oh, look no, it up. No, no, no. It wasn't Campus Man. It wasn't Campus Man. Okay. You know why I thought it was Campus Man? You're going to laugh at me. Sure. The the DV, the VCR tape that I had that my brother had taped it off HBO for me because he's 20 years older than me had Campus Man and Back to School in it. And she was in Back to School. But, well, oh. oh, be darn. I didn't know so she was in that. No, I had no idea. Yeah, she okay. was the one nice. that um, dude, short dude fell in love with. Oh. Rodney, um, Robert Downey Jr.'s roommate. The, wow. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. Not our Robert Downey Jr.? Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was, just like, I was like, was that Robert Danger? Yes. Yeah. And um, what's his name? The Rodney Dangerfield's son, the one that he came to see at college. Yes. Oh. But I, that's a, talk about a six degrees of Kevin Bacon here. We can connect yeah. Robert Downey Jr. to Star Trek, even though he's never been in a Star Trek movie. So that needs to happen. Unfortunately, maybe. now it would be Tony Stark on in a Star Trek movie. Yes, it really would. Ten be years ago, it would have been Robert Downey Jr. in a Star Trek Ten movie. Ten years ago, he was having the substance abuse problem, so it's probably it's better that he's gone on to a good thing. So. Um, it's kind of like we've discussed in the Firefly podcast why we don't want Nathan Fillion to be on. Uh, yeah, because like, he'd be Captain Mal. Yeah, yeah, like they can come across him on another ship, Yeah, but I don't want him in Starfleet. No. I just don't think he you would work You know what? I'd, I'd actually be okay with him in Starfleet. Like having one of those Next Generation episodes where the view screen comes up and they're talking to the captain of the other ship. Sure. And like, it's Nathan Villian. But you're just like, but you're not our main cast. No, 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 no. no, no. Guest role only. Yeah, because I just don't want another white man as a lead captain. We've got enough of those, yeah, I like, guess. I want, a, I, Though, want a, I want a beautiful woman of color. Yes. Yeah. Though for Nathan Fillion, you know, I'll be honest, I'll make an exception. Oh, like, yeah, because it's, it's Captain Mal. But it's like, <laughs> she, she doesn't even see the plot. She's like... Oh my god, Nathan. It's Nathan. Like the first time I, don't I would care. like to see. Shut yeah. up and take money. <laughs> uh, I, I, it is a shame that, for whatever reason, Terry Farrell ne- felt that she wanted to leave the show, and they they killed her off. They killed Dax, and they killed her in such a terrible way. Yeah. Like, but but, as a positive side, good storytelling for a show. Mm-hmm. You know, it made. Gal Ducat, like the actual villain of the the piece. I mean, granted, he always kind of was the villain, but, but he now he really, really yeah. stepped up his game. Yeah, they have a problem with that sometimes with villains on shows when you're like, mm, are you an actual bad guy? I mean, I know we're supposed to think of you, and yeah. then they have to do something horrific where you're like, yeah, it's okay. like Q. Is he a villain? Is he just a mischievous Loki character? He's just What's a mischievous he doing? Loki character. But if he had gone full tilt and killed a bunch of people, then you'd yes. be like, okay, now you're a villain. Which is amazing. Yeah. yeah, he never, Q never crossed that line, did he? Like, did he ever kill like a lot of people? He didn't kill people directly as far as I remember in the show, mm-hmm. but he allowed people to die. Right. Be, right. Like when they meet the Borg in that first episode, that, that section gets cut out. Oh, and yeah. then, like, he's like, You could have saved those people. He goes, But then you wouldn't have learned anything. You know, just like, <sighs> So yeah. you're, you're like, It's kind of a dick. Yeah, yeah you're a dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Gal Dukat was. He was their pain in the ass villain, if you will. Mm-hmm. But until he killed Dax, that's when he became like a villain. Yeah, which is good storytelling. Yeah. We apologize for the lawn maintenance that you may hear in this it's podcast. It's Saturday. Who that? Because that's not like somebody in their house. That's no, somebody who that's was hired to come. Just out a here. dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's just causing problems. Whatever. Fine. Uh, I I, I like that Dax was a science officer mm-hmm. who was smart. 
She came on the ship willing to do whatever was the task. She was fun. She was kick-ass too. Oh she yeah, knew she how knew to how fight. to fight. And I love, because of, of Curzon Dax, her previous host, who was very much inbreded with the Klingon culture, that they brought that into her, yeah. that she became kind of a part of the Klingon culture in her own way. Yeah. And I love that she would play up to uh, stay up to like 3 a.m. playing Dabo with the Ferengi. Like, yes. Yeah. She was a party girl, but a serious character yeah, yeah yeah and it was nice to see that for a change in trek like she did other things other than like i'm a science officer i come to do sciencey things yes you know? yes maybe i'll go to risa every once in a while but that's all you're going to see me not doing sciencey yes. things yeah and she had a relationship with vanessa williams you can't beat that no that's fine too you know. yeah, yeah. uh I, I i like dex i think she's a fun character um and i always disliked the Julian Dax thing that they may or may not have pushed on us. Like, I have to admit, I shipped that pretty hard. Really? For yeah. They're also once again, it's two very pretty people. I wanted to see them together. <sighs> I just felt he was trying so. Hard. But that was another thing that I liked because that never actually happened, right? They never. No. You know, as far as I know, that never. No, but Ezra and Julian did get together. Which I was never really that much tied to Esri, no, so that's fine. No one yes. was, because yeah, no. you're a last season person. No. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's, I always, you know, I've read the fanfics with Julian and no. Dax. I like it, I dig it, but it was never a thing on the show, and that's fine. I think because my whole time is I, I, I because I knew that he was married to Kira in real life. So I kept but that didn't happen for a while. Though, no, right? but it just I always know that in rewatching when I when I oh, watch yeah. like it's hard to you just kind of like break it away. But then you can see when they had a they had a divorce still on the show. Mm-hmm. So you're just like, oh, they're not in scenes together very often anymore, are they? No. Uh, I do think it's very funny that Esri was. It's a shame that Esri only got the one season because she's brought on quickly because they needed a Dax character still for Cisco to bounce off of. Yeah, which is fine. Mm-hmm. And then she had, like, some arcs, which were good. And then, you know, the show ended. But she in books, though, like, Ezri has gone on to be, like, one of a badass characters. Like, she's a captain of a real badass ship called the Aventine cool. in the novels. Like, she's a great character. That Star cool. Trek novels, I haven't really read. I mean, back in the day when Peter David was writing for Next Generation, I wrote, read everything that he yeah. put out. I hadn't really ever gotten into the novel. So it's kind of nice to know that Esri found a place in Trek yeah. history other than just being that one season. Um, but yeah, no, I, I enjoy Dax. I think Dax is a good character. It's very fun. Any final tidbits of any of, of the ladies that we've discussed today? I don't have a tidbit. I have a question for Elizabeth. Yeah. Oh, sure. What would your ship name be for Troy and Riker? Oh, you know, that's out there. I'm sure that's... Triker? Triker is probably it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the funniest we've ever said. Triker, Roy, I don't know. I like Roy. <laughs> but it's called R-O-I. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. annoying. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, oh, yeah. here comes Roy. You know, that's, that's got to be, you know, I should. I, I don't Let feel me, like Google. I have a device. Uh, she has a device. I like Triker, personally. <laughs> Triker is much more fun. I love ship names. They're oh. hilarious. They're hilarious. I, I, I guess until you mentioned them, I never thought of them. Well, no, have no. you... Have you ever heard one of my favorites, which is just so ridiculous, but of course there is a fandom that puts Tony Stark, um, Captain America, and Bruce Banner as a threesome. Oh, no. Yeah. Go ahead, hit me. Stark Spangled Banner. (laughs) (laughs) I love it! (laughs) And then I love um, Black Widow and Hawkeye. has a very, very pained look. Oh, uh, Clintasha, so I like that one. Oh, that just sounds dirty. It does, doesn't (laughs) it? Every time I hear it. It sounds like something you caught. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, you have a bad case of Clintasha. <laughs> like, so, can, does it clear up with ointment? Like, it's like no, just multiple fan fiction. Like, just, it's just like, do we have an allergies of cream? Like, I, no. no. Uh, Is, did they I, say? Do they say? Oh, it's going slow. Sorry. Oh well, oh, well, I'm glad. So, all right, that is us for this week. Um, what uh, I, you, you killed it. So I, I've got nothing. We're lost in the sci-fi podcast. Go to pixelatinggeek.com for all your pixelated geek needs and wants. Uh, Ship all the ships. Yeah. All right. We will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.